You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Yeah, I mean, so first on Obi Toppin, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, I'm an Obi Toppin guy. Uh, I felt like he was a player that should have remained the Nick. Like, you know, I, I like it should have worked out better. Like this is a, a native New Yorker guy who wanted to be in New York, um, a guy that was drafted. You would you'd be thought to replace a player who looked like had already worn out his welcome in his first year in New York and Julius Randle. So it's crazy to be, you know, three, four years later and you're seeing him, uh, you know, the ticker go through or the tweet from Woj go through and say, oh, we top and trade for two future second round picks, especially given he actually showed promise. You know, it'd be different if this was a first round lottery pick that was a bust, a guy that could not play, a guy that didn't have talent. And you're like, all right, well, you know, they drafted another uh, bad player. You know, surprise, Nick's screwing up the draft. How long, how many times have we seen that? I think you could accept that a little bit, but I think to know that we've seen Obi flash brilliance and seen Obi flash um, at the very least starter potential, you could argue even all-star potential to see it end with two second round picks. It stinks, but at the same time, I don't really know how you can complain about it given the circumstances. I guess when I see some of the the, the discussions about what happened, if you wanted to argue that they should have traded Randall after they drafted Obi, sure. Now understand that. You would not have had these good seasons you've had with Randall that come with a lot of bad, obviously. But you got to understand that you wouldn't play made the playoffs in 2021. Um, I don't know what Obi would have been as a starter at this point, this point in his career. I don't know if Jalen Brunson's here. If Obi Toppin is one of the key pieces to this nucleus, I, I don't know. A lot of things are different. It's like it's literally, you know, I love the Flash and I love, uh, you know, uh, Spider Verse. It's an alternate timeline. There's an alternate timeline where that happened, but it, it, to think that all oh, Knicks would be in the same position they are today. I don't think that would be the case. So it, 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 it it's tough. Like, you can beef with the fact that they didn't do something with Randall Earl. You can maybe beef with the fact that Tibbs didn't play Obi Toppin more, whether it meant limiting uh, limiting uh, Randall's minutes a little bit or playing them more together. But I think given the reality we live in, which is that Obi was drafted, Randall became an all-NBA player, um, Tibbs didn't see the value in playing them together, so Obi's minutes were decreased. I think you can't really argue the fact that the Knicks could have got more. Like you can't go to other teams and say, I know he only averaged seven points on 44% shooting, but trust me, dog, he can play. Like, just, just trust me. He's good. Like he's worth a first round pick. Like you can't do that to teams. Like teams aren't going to say, okay, I believe you and just take him on. They're going to say, no, like this is what his value was. This is how he performed. These are his numbers. There's no way you're trading first round picks or even a first-round pick for a guy that averaged seven points on 44% shooting coming off the bench. Like, that, like that's just a non-starter. So I, I, I had a feeling that the return was going to be tough, 
it was tough to actually see it. I had to write out two first rounds. I couldn't believe it. But when you think about it, it makes perfect sense. But it, it's just unfortunate that this is how it ended. Yeah, I mean, listen, lottery picks are valuable in the NBA. There's no two ways about it. The best franchises make the most of them. You don't want too many of them, but when you have them, you want to make the most of them. Frank Nikita, Frank Nilakina may have played his last NBA game. Uh, you know, he may be off yeah. to, to, to overseas. Kevin Knox is looking somewhere to hopefully get a minimum level contract somewhere and, and prove he still belongs in the NBA. Um, so when three of your last four, you know, top 10 picks are no longer with the franchise, um, all made within the last five or six years or so, um, that's not ideal, uh, you know, team building. Um, and and R.J. Barrett, um, obviously the lone exception. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, coming off a, a great playoff run, um, no complaints there. Um, so, you know, but you're giving your take. The, the Knicks also have, to their credit, hit on some mid-20 lot, uh, mid-20 personal yes. picks. Um, OB and Grind, um, IQ Queen and Grind. Grind IQ, um, yeah. You know, so that that's that's you know. Listen, if you if you if you think about it in retrospect, if you take IQ eighth and and OB twenty fifth, then you know you, you, you come out of that draft you know feeling content. So many years later, that these are the players you got. Um, but uh, yeah, the unfortunate thing with OB, um, and I agree that their hand was forced, as we've said on this podcast a million times. If you're if Tibbs is here and Randall's here, OB can't be here. It's it's just that simple, right? Um, it didn't make sense for all parties involved. Um, I think this was a little bit of a case of, of a, a former agent trying to do its best and curry favor, um, you know, with in relationship building and all that stuff. Um, because my with his, issue with his with son, him, which is weird, with his with his son, <laughs> his, his, his son, Tobin, convoluted and weird yeah. and strange. Um, my biggest issue with with the trade um, wasn't even necessarily what they got back. It's when they decided to get back just two second round picks, because um, as we had discussed, I would have preferred them hold on to Obi until the start of training camp, make sure Randall mm. comes back and looks healthy. Hold on to Obi, you know, in case Joel Embiid demands a trade tomorrow. Um, the team you're trading, uh, the team that the, the superstar that demands a trade, if it's uh, Embiid or Devin Booker, this, this is not going to happen. But if right. that that team. Um, would obviously prefer, I would assume, would prefer Obi Toppin and his bird rights as opposed to a pair of second rounders, which they got back, right. or a trade exception, which the Knicks got, got in return as well. Right. Um, so if that's the case and you're only going to, you know, you're going to train him for 25 cents in the dollar or 40 cents in the dollar, depending on where you value Toppin, let's do it at the trade deadline because you're still going to get a half a season out of Obi, and that's an insurance policy that gives you peace of mind should Randall get injured and miss a couple games or a couple weeks? We know he's super durable. Um, we know he's led the league in minutes, you know, uh, you know, basically two of the last three years, right at the very top of the league in, in terms of minutes, last three years for that matter. Um, so there all, all these things considered, I would have preferred if they were going to do that deal to, to wait and get it done a little bit later. And the thing about the top in thing that hurts me also is I think this might be one of the rare times where, a player leaves the Knicks and they actually, I think, become a really, really good player and borderline star. Like, first of all, the fit he's going to with Indiana, yes. Yes. I think, is sublime. I mean, you're talking about a pass first, uh, awesome point guard and Ty Tyrese Halliburton, a great, great unselfish guy, a guy who's a ten assist guy. You're talking about stretch five with Miles Turner, so you don't have to worry about, oh, we have to stand in the corner for a whole game. Um, a, a very innovative offensive coach and Rick Carlisle, who's going to play a, a more 
uh, futuristic style of basketball than the way of basketball the Knicks play, which relies on a lot of isolation. Like, and then no, no petition, at least initially, you know, they have Jarvis Walker. I don't know if they're going to start him to start this season, especially now that they got Obi Toppin. But, like, Obi Toppin's going to play a lot. Like, even if Jarvis Walker does play a lot, Obi Toppin's going to go from 15 minutes to at least 25, 28 minutes. Like, he's going to get time. So, like, the fit is perfect. And we've seen so many Knicks leave over the course of these several years, and people said the Knicks are going to regret this one. But then they really never do. Like, right. Jeremy Lin, and I was one of the biggest people banging on the table yep. saying, how did we not bring back Jeremy Lin? That didn't, that was not an issue. Oh, Tim Hardaway leaving. That was an issue. Uh, 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 Chris Porzingis. I remember Porzingis. Porzingis. Dream, you know. Right. I remember I remember when Chris Copeland left, there were Knicks fans saying, oh, we blew it. Like, Chris Copeland is going to become a great player. Like, guys, and you're kind of laughing about some of these guys that left, and you're like, they didn't do anything. Why would we even – you know, the latest Cam Reddish yep, yep. <laughs> um, just a couple of months ago. But this guy signed a, a minimum deal to kind of stay in the league, basically, with the Lakers. Like, it, it, rarely do these guys ever actually come back and haunt the Knicks in any major way. This feels like uh, this guy might end up being, like, really good on a team that is ascending, and now they're in your conference. Like, I, I maybe, like, what's interesting about the Pacers thing is I actually wonder if they've created a Randall – uh, Toppin situation on their own team because like now Toppin goes in I think he probably starts he only averaged seven points so you're thinking maybe he's just a short-term guy until James Walker is ready to play full-time and then what if Obi Toppin pops like I think he will I think he could be a most improved player of the year candidate what happens there now you draft a guy I believe they drafted James Walker eight I think I, I'm almost certain that it was either eight or nine right around that same place that the Knicks had drafted Obi Toppin I'll actually be curious given the way that roster is built, if they end up having a conundrum in three years with their power forwards and saying, okay, what do we do? Like they got to pay Obi Toppin a contract next year, just like Knicks have to pay Julius Randle. Like it's it, in some ways it feels a little bit like deja vu I'm watching over there with the Indiana Pacers, but I actually think that Obi is going to end up playing really well there. Well, Walker college, do you think he could play some three at times? Like do you or play alongside Obi if they need so, yeah, I mean, it all depends on how much you believe in his shot. Like, he's kind of undersized. Right. Like, he's like six, right. seven, six, right. eight. Like, yeah. now he's a he's a tank. So, like, he's yeah. a power forward. Like, the guy, he's not, like, undersized in that regard. He's just not that tall. Um, Maybe the only problem is, like, and, and maybe their offense would help or the fact that the way their team is built with so much of it going through Halliburton, maybe you can get away with, like, not having another shot creator out there. I would feel weird right. about having him in top and in a five out there because now you're really relying on your backcourt to create everything. But right. they might try it. Like, I could see them trying it. And the one thing about Walker that makes him more versatile perhaps than Obi Toppin, uh, Walker is an, in a defensive ace, and he can guard yeah, yeah. three, maybe four positions. So you won't be hurting defensively by putting him at the three. Walker could guard some twos in the NBA. That's how athletic he is. So, like – the the Pacers are an interesting team. Like I think that they did some interesting things coming in coming into this off season. Uh, like I I don't know what that means in terms of the win column per se, but I, I do I did like their draft and I like this always top pick pick up a lot for them, which pains me because I, I got to go on Twitter and see Tyrese Halliburton saying that you know he's going to do the Mahomes to you know Tyree Hill and be like you know Obi's out there somewhere and just throw it up. I was like, that's the last thing I wanted to see 
of all the players talking about Obi Toppin, Tyrese Halliburton, the guy that's been a thorn in Nick's side because they didn't draft him. And then Wally Zerbiak says he's a fake all-star. And then he's in the headlines talking bad about the Knicks for months. Like, this is the last guy I want to hear talking about a, a Nick that was beloved. And now he's a pacer. Like, it's, it's, it's just like, these, like it, couldn't have, it couldn't have landed worse for the Knicks in that regard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exactly. And and you're totally right in terms of most improved player award. Like he may not directly translate to wins. We'll see. Can he prove defensively? Can he prove rebounding? Right. But we know about these awards are strictly are, are usually based strictly on counting stats. Yeah, the guy that won this year had like had no impact on his team's plus minus or like them winning more games and he won because his numbers were good. Exactly. Yes, I'm so salty about this, by the way, Celtics fans. <laughs> And and that's the type of thing that that we see so often. And and there's a good chance in Obi's, you know, for your fantasy basketball players out there, Obi's a guy I'm gonna draft. Um that just because he's he has that upside, he's gonna shoot a high percentage because he's gonna take so a lot fewer threes, take a lot more shots at the rim. They're gonna counter, they're gonna do the thing that the didn't do to put OB Toppin in a position to succeed, as we talked about out of Dayton and different and and different from Walker. There was a lot more pressure, I think, on Obi coming. You know, now he's not only is he going to Indiana, but the only trade was two second round picks. It's like he has a fresh start, right. so little pressure on him. Not you know, um, coming to New York, he was the eighth overall pick in the draft. He was the player of the year coming out of Dayton. Um, he had you know twenty points per game. The biggest plus for Obi was MB ready. He's going to contribute right away, and all these things kind of worked against him. Um, but still, he handled the right way. Easy to root for New York kid. Um, everybody wanted to succeed. Obviously, when you have that slam dunk, you know, title, you know, when, when you're that type of athlete, um, you're going to get a lot of fans, a lot of guys wearing your jersey. Um, but yeah, it, bottom line is Tibbs wanted guys, that his power forward to shoot threes. We saw uh, uh, Julius Randle set a record, you know, franchise record for most three-pointers attempted by a forward in next season. There's all these factors kind of you know working in the way of stumbling blocks that that obi kind of had to overcome all those have been knocked low and he's just got a clear yeah. path to playing time with a point guard that's going to feed him with the ball in an offense uh, under rick Harlan's push the pace and, and look for ways to accentuate his positives um and then see he learned the the you know the can he fine-tune his game to be more than just a score, more than just impact the game offensively? I think he can. You and I both are, are in agreement um, that there's a uh, there's a reason um, that, that the Pacers made the trade, and I think they, they got a steal, right place, right time, all that stuff. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. But you're right, it'll be very interesting to see Randall and Obi match up against each other, you know, four times a year when the Knicks play the Pacers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that is going to be interesting. I was actually thinking about uh... – the sixth man of the year award. I mentioned the Celtics, but even the guy who won the most proof play, Lowry, marketed again, team got worse and he, he won't yep. prove player because uh, he individually improved. So again, the Pacers, regardless of win losses, if Toppin puts up big numbers, he could absolutely uh, be in that running. I look at this Pacer team now, like they remember they added Bruce Brown too. So you got uh, Bruce Brown, 
you add uh, Jarris Walker in the draft, and now you got Obi Toppin. Um, they traded away uh, 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 the kid from Oregon. I can't remember his name now. He's in the Sacramento Kings. Um, uh, the name is escaping for some reason. But they traded one of their recent guards they drafted. Um, but now they've gotten a little older, a little more experienced. Like, these are the teams you got to pay attention to in the Eastern Conference. Like, you know, the one thing I think we learned the hard way a couple of years ago when the Knicks were, you know, in 2021, when they had the fourth seed and we thought, oh, you had Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, and you get rid of some of those guys like, you know, Alfred Payton, like, oh, the Knicks are a lock to get back to the playoffs. But you got to pay attention to these teams that um, get better within the margins and then some of their young guys improve. And then in a year, you know, they could make a leap and you're like, wow, this team is really pushing us in the standings. Remember, the Pacers were in the playoff hunt essentially until Hal Burton got hurt. Uh, he got hurt a couple yep. times this year. Yep. So uh, so I think the Pacers become an interesting team to follow. But Obi Toppin going there, uh, definitely a blow. And, you know, uh, time, you guys are enough about how much time you can't stand Reggie Miller and some of the, the Pacer lies that, that, that have been spewed about uh, the rivalry with the Knicks. So um, Obi going there definitely feels like a, a blow.